Welcome to the Athena Wellness Podcast, the show that invites you to take a seat around the community fire and listen to stories that inspire. I'm your host, Kathy Robinson, author, coach, and founder of Athena Wellness, a company that's dedicated to supporting you on your journey to live more wholeheartedly. Today's episode is brought to you by the Athena Wellness Academy, your resource for wholehearted living. The Academy's featured offering is an online course called From Type A to Type B, How to Mindfully Descend the Corporate Ladder and Invite What's Next. This course is perfect for you if you're contemplating or navigating a professional transition and it's available as a self-study or with a small cohort of students facilitated by me, Kathy Robinson. To learn more, I invite you to go to athenawellnessacademy.teachable.com or click on the link in the show notes. Hello and welcome. Thanks so much for joining me for this shortened Wellness Wednesday episode a little midweek boost to help keep your warrior vibe high. Today I'm joined once again by author Diane Hatz. During this discussion, Diane offers three practical steps for those who know they need to make a change in their lives but are feeling fearful. And now on to the show. I hope you find this conversation insightful. Once again, I'm joined by author Diane Hatz. Welcome back, Diane. Thank you. Diane, I'd love to address the person now who's listening, who heard you talk about making a big change, like going from New York to where you live now in Santa Fe. But for this person, for the listener, it just the thought of it feels paralyzing. And so what would you offer this person who may be wary or cautious about making a shift that deep down they know they need to make? So I have three suggestions. One is peer group. Two is inspiration. Three is sit. So when I talk about peer group, if you're in a job and you're not happy and you want to leave to do something else, find a peer group. As a writer, I have a women's over 40 or over 45 writing group. We're all on Zoom. I'm on there almost every day. You come and go as you want. That's helped me immensely because that's support that you're going to need if you choose to leave to go into something new. Number two is inspiration. Find something you can learn from that will fill you from the inside. I found Abraham Hicks or Esther Hicks videos on YouTube. I watch at least one a day. It's all law of attraction. I am a I am a wannabe quantum physicist who was told girls can't do math in high school. So that was that career. But I believe that quantum physics and woo-woo, new age, all that stuff, it's different languages for the exact same thing. So for me, listening to law of attraction, um, how we need to feel our way into what we want to do next, how we need to feel our way through our fear is so crucially important. And that ties in with number three, which is sit. For some people, the word meditation is scary. So I'm not going to say meditate. I'm going to say sit or focus, like washing the dishes. A lot of people don't realize that's one of the most basic meditations. 
taking a shower, just focusing on taking the shower, but just sit, try to get up to no more than you don't have to do more than 15 minutes a day. But every morning I now, before I do anything is I sit on a cushion and what that does is that starts to open up your consciousness and you'll start to hear your higher self or your inner voice or your guidance or your gut or whatever you want to call it. Extremely important because if if you are trying to make a change, like when I was trying to come to New Mexico, I didn't know how to listen to myself. Years of meditating and studying Buddhism, and I still didn't know how to listen to my inner guidance. So because of COVID, I had a lot of time to sit and I started Denver. And I was like, ah, it's too crowded. I don't live in a city. Montana. And I just happened to meet someone who said, where do you want to go? It's 50 mile winds, like 24 seven all year round. No. And I, and I, you know, and I made lists and I went through, but I sat. And when Santa Fe came up, I had spent one night here my entire life, but culture, diversity, high desert, four seasons, no humidity, well, very low humidity. There was no other choice. Like, I don't know where I'll go from here. And I'm not worried about that right now. With writing, I would say sitting also helps you learn to let go. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm going to do it. And and it's that belief in yourself, I think, can come from sitting and getting to know yourself. It's taking action. Sitting is action. People are like, oh, it's so boring. Yeah, it's boring and it's hard to do and it's way harder than you think. And like you can run a marathon. But can you sit for 15 minutes? You know, you can organize a huge event, but can you sit for 15 minutes a day? Just sit. Yeah. Certainly the advice is very practical, but I think it's the story that anchors it. So I get this sense of before you were sitting or as you were sitting, like the, the fear loomed large, but something happened along the way to transmute that into action. So can you talk a little bit about what that process was like? Because I know when you're looking at something, I'm going to move somewhere. There's that gripping fear of, but I've lived in Manhattan for 30 years and I know everybody here and I don't know anybody in New Mexico and you can, you know, your mind can get away from you there, but there's that fear. There's that constriction. At some point though, it turns into action. So can you talk a little bit about that? For me, the sitting opened up the fear and helped me realize that fear was fear placed upon me by well-meaning people in my past, by society, by cultural norms. That was not my fear. That was a fear imposed upon me. And I was also in my late 50s. I mean, I was getting near, I was 58, 58 when I moved. And it's like, oh my God, 60. Like, I'm not ready to stop. I'm ready for a new career. And so I looked at what I wanted to do. If if you are with a partner, if you have children, I mean, it does make it more complicated. That's why you have to sit, go inside, ask your family members, but don't, ooh, don't necessarily do what they want. People, people tend to want other people to make them feel better. So though they're well-meaning, the advice you might get is not advice for you to take. So I think it's good to check in with other people. But like my friends, I have a bunch of friends because I used to go to the TED conference. I have friends around the world. They were 100% behind me. And that's why I think a peer group 
is so important. Find people who support you. The thing is, I think not to get caught up in the fear, accept it's there and try to find joy in it. Like what's the, this is what helped me a lot. I had a friend who kept saying, Diane, what's the worst? Move back to New York, your apartment. You've got a rat downstairs that likes to say hello. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah, you have a good point. Go New York. (laughs) Yeah. But she's like, you can always move back. And I'm like, that freed me up a lot. So if you have this hugely great corporate job mm, and you're making tons of money and you're afraid, but you're 55, how many more years do you have left? If you're unhappy, go, go bag groceries. You can find joy in that. Like, I think that life becomes shorter. And I think for me, my 60th was just a, I was also postmenopausal at that point. And that just freed me up like to dance alone in the desert. I hope everyone can sit enough with their fear to feel it and then to release it. And there's a whole thing, Um, this uh, Michael Singer, if you've never heard of him, he has a book, Untethered Soul. Highly recommend it for anybody who's trying. And he has a, like a video series that I got the videos and I listened to the audio. Uh, extremely helpful. And he goes through the process of how to like sit in it, relax your body, and then it just releases itself. You don't have to do anything else. And you don't know, like, I don't know if it's working, but things don't bother me like they used to when I feel fear, you know, and and I think a lot of it, especially for us East Coasters or former East Coasters, is understanding, like, breathe, like, just let go. I, I, it's very hard to put this into words, isn't it? Because Kathy, you understand this because you've done the same thing. Well, and I love that you mentioned Michael Singer because what I learned from him, you said, be careful about taking a well-meaning advice because a lot of the folks that you're asking, by you wanting to make the change, it becomes very uncomfortable for them who don't want to change. Exactly. And your change will impact them. And that's one of the things that he he talks a lot about and that helped me kind of put things in perspective. And so I love your idea of... Finding a peer group, what that really does is these are people who didn't know the old you and they're rooting for the new you. Yes. Right. So they're supporting you. They all want to get to where you want to go. Yes. So the advice, while they it may not be the most seasoned because they're figuring it out as you're figuring it out, it's coming from a place of, I think, more of a pure place yes. of this is how you get this this intention that you're looking to live out. This is th- this is what I found to be helpful. That's usually kind of the, the advice that you get in groups like that. And then I think also to your idea of inspiration, one of the best things you can do for yourself is filling your own well yes. in whatever that might be, right? And so I can really think of times, whether it was music or it was podcasts or it was a book that I was reading, something that was filling me from an inspirational perspective, that's fuel, beautiful fuel, And then sitting, I love that term. I've called it a whole bunch of different things. I've come down because I know meditation is not a word that a lot of people like. I've said contemplation, but it's that same idea of what do I need to do to be able to connect with the part of me that already knows? And that can be for me, it's walking out in nature. It sounds like that works for you as well. Oh, yeah. How can you do something that is mindless? To be able to ease, you know, tap down the the chatter so you can actually be open to whatever might be coming your way. And it's amazing how that works once you're able to quiet that down. Yes. And the thing that's important, the chatter will always 
be there. It's okay. Don't fight the chatter. I think for, you know, go-getters, it's like, I'm not doing it right. What am I doing wrong? And then they give up. It's just go for a walk. And if you're putting your shopping list together, that's fine. Shopping list. And then focus on the bunny rabbit on the trail in front of you. And that's all you do. And it gets easier and easier to one day, like out here, clouds grow. On the East Coast, they move. But where we are in the mountains, they grow up. It is amazing. So I've spent hours watching clouds grow. And they're like, my path to enlightenment is through the clouds. And it's also the path to writing. Yes. Good writers are good cloud watchers. <laughs> In good you. ways and bad ways. You're hard at work. That's that's good. That's wonderful. Well, I will link up not only your book, but I'll also put a link to Michael Singer's work as well. And I thank you again so much for your time. It has really been a pleasure. Thank you, Kathy. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know there are many ways you can spend your time. Thank you for choosing to spend it with me. Until our paths cross again, be kind to yourself and show your warrior spirit some love. If you know anyone who could benefit from today's episode, please pass it on. And many thanks for supporting the show by subscribing and leaving a review. It means a lot and it helps others find their way to our circle. If you'd like to access the show notes, have a question you'd like addressed on a future episode, or would like a transcript of this episode, visit www.athenawellness.com podcast. Until next time, be well.